Salam Radio Show acknowledges that the land from which we're broadcasting is the land of the Wurundjeri people of the Kulin Nation. The colonial project is ongoing and continues to disenfranchise First Nation people. I recognize that sovereignty has never been ceded and like to pay my respect to elders past, present and emerging. Always was, always will be Aboriginal land. Salam y'all and welcome to Salam Radio Show. I hope you're having a nice Sunday afternoon if, and if you're tuning to the repeat on Friday, I hope you're having a nice Friday night. Um, uh, yeah, you're tuning to Salam Radio Show on 3CR Community Radio and on today's show I have two special guests. Um, I have Huda and Hakim from the African Solidarity Collective. Hi, Huda and Hakim. Hello, hello. Hi. <laughs> Thank you for having us. Thanks for coming. Um, how are you today? We're good, we're good. Yep, good, yeah. thank you. How yeah. are you? Yeah, not bad. Nice weather. It is. Good day to protest as well. We just yeah. came back from the, the Sunday rallies. Yeah, how was the rally for you? It was good. Really high energy. I yeah, think it was pretty re- good. People mm. are still turning up in high numbers, which is good. We are how many weeks into the protest? 19 maybe? Mm. Yeah. Um, it's a bit unfortunate that we do still have to keep protesting, but yeah. I think it's really important for us to show up every Sunday. Yeah, yeah, definitely important. Um, Yeah, so uh, tell us a little bit more about the African Solidarity Collective and how it all started. Uh, Either of you can go. Yeah, okay, I'll maybe go first. Um, So the African Solidarity Collective started off at the sit Intifada on Parliament steps. We had a couple of our original members there Mm. um, and they came together and just kind of thought about what, new group is necessary for Africans to kind of really contribute to this movement because the mm. movement is massive and it's and it's getting bigger by the day. Um, and so a couple of our members decided right then and there mm. we need to have an African group that is really vocal, that is really loud, that comes to these rallies and shows solidarity because a lot of our experiences are interconnected. Mm. And so we started from there. Yeah. yeah. Um, I think most of our members are very similar. Um, we all tend, well, like, we're all very passionate about what we believe in. Um, we did all meet at the protests and stuff. Um, I think everyone in the group I met through, like, in the last couple of months at various different events. Um, yeah, and it's been really good to have. Um, so for me, I've always wondered how can I show up as an African and mm. stand in solidarity with Palestine, and this is like a really good way we can do that as a group, as a like united front as well. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, yeah, it's. Uh, I was really excited when I first met you both at the Camp Sovereignty, yeah. and you were showing a documentary about mm-hmm. Ali Jeddah, mm-hmm. uh, who's an Afro-Palestinian. Uh, a leader and activist um, and uh, yeah there's a documentary about him a lot of people including myself didn't know there's an African quarter in Jerusalem in Palestine and there's also a lot of African community all over Palestine um, and occupied Palestine as well Um, and there's a history to that Um, and yeah it was a really good 
documentary. Mm -hmm. It was really special to watch it at Camp Sovereignty as well, which is a um, yeah a gathering, a place uh, for people to come and participate in workshops and watch movies. So, yeah, how did the collaboration come about? I think um, with Camp Sovereignty, we, we were so grateful to be able to mm. kind of have a screening there. I think Camp Sovereignty speaks a lot to like our shared experience as well mm. as African or people of African heritage, mm. about the struggles that we've faced, um, our parents have faced, our grandparents have faced, our great-grandparents have faced. Mm -hmm. um, but Camp Sovereignty and, and the Black People's Union and all the organisers there were really, really helpful and, and we've got really great connections through some of our members with, with the organisers there. Mm -hmm. um, Uncle Robbie Thorpe, which we all know, yeah. is an amazing guy. He's, yeah. he's, he's amazing. Um, <laughs> yeah, I think, I think we got his blessing to kind of have a screening there. Um, and when we did it, we weren't expecting such a big kind of response, but I think it was such an overwhelmingly positive mm. kind of response. Um, but I think that collaboration is really important, that we as an African group are showing solidarity with Camp Sovereignty and the wider First Nations mm. community and the, and the movement. Um, mm. So, yeah, I think, I think it's a great... Yeah, um, Uncle Robbie particularly has been very supportive of our collective um, and the Black People's Union as well. They, they actually helped us start up this group, so they've been with us, like, all the way. Mm -hmm. um, especially living in, you know this country, it's very important for us to stand in solidarity with the Indigenous people here and the First Nations people because there is no, you can't stand in solidarity with the Indigenous people of Palestine without acknowledging mm. the First Nations people here and the struggles they go through. Um, yeah, so like we're very thankful for them, very thankful for Uncle Robbie, very thankful for Kieran, the president of the B BPU. Mm. Um, I think without them, we might not have had this collective. Yeah. 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 Um, and even now, they're like they're very supportive, supportive of us. Hopefully, mm. we'll do a lot more future screenings mm. and we'll like collab with them. Mm -hmm. Yeah. 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 Amazing. Um, yeah. Just wanted to give a summary of what the show will be like. I'll be discussing uh, with Huda and. Ha uh, Hakim about um, African solidarity with Palestine um, and uh, we'll be playing some Arabic or African tracks as well that are selected by Huda and maybe some of, uh, I'll play, I'll add to that <laughs> and maybe Hakim can add to that so it will be a fun show, we got two hours now, uh, less than a minute um, and uh, yeah, so I'll I might start with playing a track and then we'll get back to you. Huda, what, what do you feel like playing? Ooh, should we? So I'm Somali. Mm. I want to start off with a Somali song, actually. Yeah. Um, yeah. There's an artist called Kanan. He did Waving Flag. I don't yeah. know if you've yeah. seen that song. Mm. I actually want to play another track by him called um, Soba. Soba. Can I play it? Uh, is it in the... Yep it's, yep, it's in the playlist. Soulbox, okay, let me just find it. Uh, to anyone who's tuning in now, you're tuning to Salam Radio Show on 3CR Community Radio. Basically, I got beef. I want to talk to you directly. I can't ignore escape and ask cuz you affect me you cripple me you shackle me you shatter my whole future in front of me this energy is killing me i gotta let it pour like blood up 
Sophia, Aisha, Aliyah But she on the way to me to give me that banana And you know it's Italy When I 
That was um, Somali by Ram Riddles, who is an Egyptian um, rapper, singer, R&B singer. Maybe. R&B artist. Yeah, yeah. R&B artist. Um, and before that was Sobax. So uh, Sobax by Kanan. Kanan. Um, you had something to say about this one, like a little info. Oh, okay. Um, sorry. Oh, I was just saying the translation so the, mm. he sings in english and somali mm. when he talks about the somali part he says it's like you've troubled the people leave the trouble has increased like leave again mm. um the blood is like pouring on the streets mm. um leave and then he says you've burnt the ground like leave Mm. Um, and he's referring to, he's referring to you know the colonization that happened in Somalia, and then after that the subsequent tribalism and all the tribal wars that came out of that. Yeah, yeah. We were saying before you're from Somali heritage. Yeah, from Somali. <laughs> nice, nice. Um, yeah, I wanted to go back. We were talking about camp sovereignty before and your participation in uh, doing a documentary there about Ali Jeddah. Uh, it's called The Story of Ali Jeddah, Jerusalem. Yeah, Jerusalem Conflict, The Story Jerusalem of Ali Jeddah. Yeah, yeah, cool. Um, and yeah, I wanted to talk more about this documentary. Could you tell us a little bit more, Hakim? Yeah, there, there's so much to it. I think yeah. it's hard to even pick a place to start. But I will just for history context, I'll just put it out there. Yeah. So there's some sources that actually go and say that in the seventh century, that's mm -hmm. when the first kind of black African people came to reside in mm -hmm. Jerusalem and the wider Palestine territories. Um, so that's a really, really long time for when mm -hmm. African people have been involved in the history of the land of Palestine. Mm -hmm. um, but kind of coming closer to that documentary, um, Ali Jidda is a really phenomenal person. There's so many ways you can describe him. You already said kind of elder activist. Mm -hmm. He's also a tour guide, which I think yeah. is the most coolest thing that you could do. <laughs> it's literally, I was speaking to someone at the, that screening actually that night mm -hmm. and I was telling him truth, like 
being a tour guide is the most active form of truth telling. You actually yeah. walk people around and you show people the injustices. You show people the oppression mm. and you also show the resilience of Palestinian people. So I, that's one of the reasons why I'm, I'm always so amazed by Ali Jid and the work that he does. So that, that documentary kind of takes the audience Mm. on a trip with Ali Jiddah as he walks around Jerusalem and he shows you mm. all the different areas of Jerusalem. He starts, I believe, he ends off at the African Quarter, but you can assume he starts at the African Quarter and then takes you around to the mm. Jewish Quarter. Talks a bit about the history of all the different sites, the the difficulties of Palestinian people living there. So it's just such a phenomenal documentary. Yeah. Um, and Ali Jiddah as a person has a really, really deep history and, and he's a really massive part of the, firstly, the Afro-Palestinian community, but also the wider context. When you watch that documentary, you see mm. literally everyone kind of stops him on the street and shakes his hand and says, Salam. Yeah, and, and that um, was in the Palestinian quarter opposed yeah. to when he goes to the Jewish yeah. Yeah. quarter yeah. doing a round trip because they're not allowed to go through one of the gates. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. That has some sort of Jewish significance. Yeah, the checkpoint. Sure. It's actually yeah, yeah one of the checkpoints. Yeah, the yeah, 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 yeah. That's the one. Wall. Yeah, there's literally a checkpoint. And funny that you raised that as well. When yeah. we were watching that, Ali did actually like tell, like he stops at the checkpoint and then he tells us, uh, he tells the audience that are walking with him, since you're not Palestinians, you can walk right through this gate, yeah. no problem. Yeah. But for the simple fact that they're Palestinians, they're not allowed to go through that checkpoint. Yeah, mm. and that's in Jerusalem. A simple like. Uh, there's a really simple example mm. of how um, uh, of the various um, restriction to mm. transportation they they face um, mm. specifically also in the West Bank where mm. there's mm -hmm. more horrible checkpoints mm. yeah, there um, absolutely. Uh, but yeah you can see the difference mm. in the, there's a couple of things I like to mm. talk about like mm. you see the difference how he's like well respected mm. in the Palestinian quarter mm -hmm. uh, Opposed to when he goes to mm. the Jewish one, yeah. the kids started mm. calling him. I don't know if slurs, I'm, yeah. Slurs. We'll keep it at slurs. Yeah, I think everyone um, knows. Yeah, <laughs> and um, it, it was very shocking mm. that you know the, the, to see the difference. Mm. Um, mm. Uh, but uh, yeah, I guess it's um, it goes to say the how much there is racism within Israel against black people mm. and uh, a lot of you would know about how they treated the Ethiopian mm -hmm. um, immigrant mm -hmm. and they have introduced mm -hmm. contraception yeah to forced contraception yep. yeah. yeah they've been sterilizing the Ethiopian women. Jewish women mm. yeah, yeah. Mm. Um, so there's like a myth that Israel has um, it's like uh, has a di is a diverse place and except Uh, and even the the like uh, if you have an argument with a Zionist, they're like, oh, there's Arab people living in yeah. Israel and yeah. there's black people, yeah. but there's in the law there's regulation mm -hmm. that di purposely discriminate against them, and they have a different like for example the Arab people who were it was yeah. actually their land that's why they stayed and they call it 1948. Yeah. Um, they are discriminated against and they have their own ID. Mm -hmm. And yeah. Uh, yeah, there's a lot of things in the law that discriminate against yeah. uh, people who are not mm. uh, Jewish. Mm. So exactly. Israeli Jewish. Yeah. Yeah. And mm. Oh yeah, what's really interesting is Israel loves to go on and on about how they're the only democracy in the Middle <laughs> East. <Yeah>. And, <laughs> you know, how we accept everyone and we're yeah. diverse and mm. look at us, you know, mm. we're exactly like the West, yeah. which isn't really something you should be yeah. aiming for, yeah. but, yeah. <laughs> you know, that's what they position themselves as. 
But like, how can mm. they be diverse when it's quite literally built on discrimination? Mm. Like, yeah. everything about it is built on apartheid and segregation mm. and like yeah. the oppression of people. Mm. Mm. The the documentary itself is so witty. Like um, Ali Jad does so funny. Like um, <laughs> yeah. a couple of things he said. Like ah, uh, there was like um, t-shirts about Obama. Obama. Yeah, yeah. And he calls him coconut because yeah. he's black on the outside <laughs> and white on the inside. That was yeah. really funny. And yeah. then um, he also say he says yeah. that's not a black man. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. And uh, when he goes to, yeah, the Jewish quarter and he tells us a story about the cats. Yeah, yeah. Because um, yeah. Palestinians usually raise cats opposed mm. to dogs because they're really hard to take care of. Yeah. Like very expensive to take care of the mm. dogs mm. opposed to cats. But when the cats go to the Jewish quarter, yeah. uh, they go and eat this whatever scraps mm. there are or food. Yeah. Um, and they're like also discriminated yeah, against yeah. opposed to Jewish cats yeah, and yeah. dogs. Yeah. It's so funny. Yeah. Um, and it's so funny, right? Like all yeah. these little stories that Ali yeah. does through all of these experiences telling us in such a funny way. But when you think about it, mm. it's literally oppression, apartheid, all of that. Yeah. And that's what I love about Ali Jid. He can, he can tell a storytelling yeah. amazingly. He's yeah. a very yeah. charming man. He but is. when you really think about yeah. it, like he's talking about how insidious yeah. like, Zionism mm. is yeah. truly. Yeah. Um, yeah, how did you come across this? Document? Oh, Ali Jiddah. Okay, this is a <laughs> this is a, a funny story. Um, Ali Jiddah. Actually, I saw another interview of his, maybe three, maybe four years ago. Um, mm. And I love all of his his interviews, and specifically that interview because he loves to invite people to his home when he's giving these interviews to, like, say, a foreign journalist. Mm. Say, come to my home and we can talk. Mm. Um, and even at the end of that documentary that we spoke about. The, the end of the tour is is him inviting the the guests into his house and then he talks about the history and the and the current situation of Palestinians. So I I first saw one of his interviews um, just as I was kind of going through um, through kind of the internet. I think around that time there might have been some assaults by the Israeli occupation forces in Jenin or maybe Sheikh Jarrah. Mm. Um, that was probably I don't know 2021. Something like that. Yeah. And I think around that, yeah. 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 I'm not, yeah, not exactly sure of the timeline, but I, but yeah. I know that I was really interested in seeing solidarity between African people and Palestinian causes. And I was thinking, where's the link? Like what, what's, you know, surely we, we've got some sort of link. Mm. And then I discovered that Afro-Palestinian people are there in Jerusalem, they're in the West Bank, mm. they're in Gaza. And Ali Jidda was the first person that I found out, like through my online searching mm. that existed. Yeah. As a, and mm. Uh, yeah, and then, then he gives example of mm. other yeah. really like prolific yeah. African people like mm. Fatima Bernawi, yeah. um, who was um, part of the uh, Fatah mm. and she was jailed for um, attempt of mm. exploding a cinema. Yeah, yeah she was actually. Oops, yeah. sorry. To no, just to, yeah. to continue because <laughs> the cinema was. Um, having a, t uh, a movie against Palestinian, like something mm. really racist. Yeah. I mm. forgot what it was. But mm. uh, yeah. yeah. Oh, um, yeah, she was actually the first female political prisoner as well in mm. Palestine, like mm. after the, after the Intifada? Yeah, I think yeah, so. Yeah, she was the first 
pri- uh, political prisoner. After the second intifada as well, the first person who was murdered was another Afro-Palestinian. Mm. His name was Osama Jidda as well. Mm. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and he's related to Ali Jidda actually. Yeah, they've got ties. Mm. Um, yeah, so there's... Yeah. there's also, mm. Ali Jidda was... Um, jailed mm-hmm. for how many years eight uh, 20 he, years yeah. but he stayed so for 17, 17 years yeah yeah and that was only because of the big exchange yeah, where the they released exchange. like thousands of mm. palestinian for only th- 33 yeah i think soldiers was it or maybe israeli like just israeli um, yeah. prisoners yeah so we're very lucky to have him that so fatima yeah. Bernawi actually got sentenced for 30 years i think she mm. served 10 of those years yeah. um and then ali did served 17 of that 20 mm. and when he came out um, you see a lot of his reflections. He's he's someone who knows that he had to do those actions mm. because of the state that they were in. I think it was in 67 mm. when Ali Jiddah was only 17, actually. He was mm. 17 years old when he was sent to, to prison, I believe. Um, mm. And um, and he tells us in, in the documentary, actually, the reasoning behind why he, he put, I think, a grenade in a public area. No one was killed, um, just wounded. Um, but just to give an example, yeah. he tells us another yeah. story yeah. about Israeli um, bombing, uh, yeah. uh, uh, putting an explosion in a meat market, Palestinian yeah. meat market, yeah. where 67 were yeah. wounded, wounded. Yeah. and uh, some people killed. Some people died, yeah, definitely. And they only mm. got a couple years? couple years, yeah. So they gave, him, they gave him a big like sentence. It might have been like six or seven years, but they only yeah. served a shorter time. Yeah. Um, I don't have the exact numbers, but I remember that from like the documentary. That in itself is surprising because yeah. normally yeah. they get away with everything yeah. they do. Oh, yeah, yeah, to get a sentence. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Well, they arm their own civilians as exactly. well. And yeah. you can see that in the West Bank very mm. clearly. Yeah. Um, yeah, and like there's two examples, Gaza. Mm. Where they sanction it and they're like you run like they gave it to the Palestinian to run it, but mm. made their life hell through exactly. sanctioning it and like they're not allowed to fish in the sea. Um, we've seen a video circulating lately about um, yeah Israeli targeting fishermen mm-hmm. in the sea, yeah. Um, and uh, yeah, and it's one of the most densely populated. Um, uh, p- like very poor place and uh, yeah very deprived um and that's what they call mm. like one of the argument they give you is like mm. Gaza is is uh free and mm. uh yeah, yeah there's still Hamas in it and like yeah. uh, just like, yeah it's not free it's, it's colonized free. it is colonized yeah, no, it's not free they're <laughs> under like they've always been under occupation yeah. you and can't under have siege all as well. of, yeah, yeah under siege you can't have all of these checkpoints you can't control the food the water gas the electricity mm. and then yeah. say they are free internet yeah um mm. which they cut off mm. uh recently it only comes maybe once in a blue yeah. moon yeah and water um but yeah opposed to the west bank where mm. after the oslo agreement they mm. were like oh mm. yeah we're we're gonna have a two-state solution yeah. we um like okay but there's gonna be zone a zone b yeah. zone c mm. And most of the zones are for Israel mm-hmm. and, and they go and build this fuck off, sorry for swearing, yeah. um, Israeli settlement in the mm. West Bank where um, just straight after the day after Oslo, mm. which is like, where is the, where mm. is the liberty in that? Yeah. Like, yeah. 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 
Um, sorry, just to quickly go back yeah. to the Ali Jidda story. Mm, in the yeah. documentary, he mentions that in Jerusalem, I think in the mis- Muslim quarter, mm. one of the prime ministers or presidents actually mm. built himself like a mm. massive house there. Oh, yeah. Yeah. He doesn't reside in at all. There's yeah. like no. settlers living mm. there, like yeah. on and off, I yeah, guess. Yeah. And it was literally just to be like, I'm here and like, mm. I'm you here. And I'm ta- yeah, yeah, you can't do anything about it to like all the Muslims and the Christians, like mm. the people. The yeah. people of Jerusalem. Mm. And there's settlers living in Jerusalem where it's a Palestinian quarter mm. that bring fight, that make fight with yeah. the Palestinian. Yeah. And also the Palestinian, Jada mm. mentioned, like, mm. um, actually one of his uh, people, mm. like, in the neighborhood tried to, I don't know if they're related, but anyway, they, he tried to build a house yeah. on top of his parents' yeah. house. Mm. And they made him pay a big fine mm-hmm. for doing so and made him yeah. um, uh, demolish, demolish it, it on, yeah. on his own. Yeah, like, yeah. How horrible is that? that? Is so horrible, yeah. So, like, they forcing the mm-hmm. African community to mm-hmm. move out mm-hmm. of, uh, because they can't build, they can't get mm-hmm. permit. Yeah. In yeah. Jerusalem. Yeah. Um, mm. Same with, I think, with the Armen- mm. Armenian communities as mm. well. Yeah. Mm. Ali Jidda mentioned that mm. the whole mm. point of all of this is to make it so unhospitable that mm. you don't want to stay anymore. They want yeah. to make life like unbelievably hard for Palestinians. And mm. that's why they mm. continue doing things like this. They mm. continue terrorizing them on a, like a daily basis. Mm. Well, um, even previous, like the current genocide that's been going on, like everything they've done is mm. to get the people out of the land. Like yeah. that's the yeah. main goal. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, shall we play a couple of tracks and then get back um, to more discussions? Yeah, absolutely. Um, did you want to pick one? Uh-huh. Uh, I think uh, we can't really talk about African solidarity without talking about African Americans and Black American culture and the massive influence that has had on, which we'll discuss after after the songs. Yeah, Yeah. will be our next. Um, So we can play maybe Joey Badass, one of his songs. Yes, cool. Yeah. This is Good Morning America. Now, what's freedom to you? Let's talk about it. Take a minute, think it through. I'm all about it. But the concept seems new. The cop is still shoot us down on Channel 5 News. Lock us up for anything we do to pay dues. Some of us walk while some stay snooze. Zombies walking around tripping over issues. The knowledge is official, but it's often misused. America, my masseuse, massaging my back. Trying to act like she ain't going to do me like Pratt. Geronimo, take a leap and lay flat. I'm down to go for my message to spread across the map. Holy cross on my back, got a bullseye on it. I got to get stoned and fulfill my moment. Impress my oppressor, suppress the opponent, ten of my ancestor, he would've condone it. In search of the healing components, so you would notice if you took notice, but you're too nosy. Time to wake up, won't you come and smell the hot coffee? Stick your noses in the wrong places, wonder you're only. I swear the whole world on me, I'm nothing closer to on me. If you never knew me, then it's just too late to be homies. Homie, say fuck what you told me, I'm riding up on my lonely way. If for the day, the big homie take these chains off me. I came from, 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 that the black man drank me long ago, long ago, long ago. I'm actually 
It's a bird, it's a plane, no, it's the young black guard living out his dreams. What you mean? I've been up on the ultra light beam. They don't want to see you fly, they just gonna shoot your wings. Everything, it would have seen. Pushing all these dirty cops, who come clean, still swerving on the city blocks. For one thing, I made this cop a 30 shot, protect the team. Know what I mean? Music is a form of expression. I'ma use mine just to teach you a lesson. Rule one, this microphone's a weapon. I'm shooting out the actions, manifesting in my passion. Never resting, I'm surpassing the expectancy elected. My direction, man, the section ain't depressing. Hard to be progressing through recession and depression. Not to mention that they had a cell block. Never sissing out a lesson. my people trying to stay alive and just stay peaceful. So hard to survive, but we're so lethal. Take a stand and be our hero of my people.
Jackie's on that corner, trying to get my coins up. Coppers run up on us and we turn a Jackie joiner. White man kill a black man, they never report us. Black man kill a white man, they gon' start a war. Mama, she was tore up, sipping on that absolute. Young niggas brainwashed, they just wanna rap and hoop. Could've been a lawyer until they came and shackled you. Felons on your record, so them jobs ain't getting back at you. Them kids ain't eat yet, so you can't even sleep yet. That's the only thing we ever saw, we repeat that. They was playing ball, fought them hard, said I'd be back. Broad day, threw his life away, soon as he clapped. Get that boy a license, made his mama relax. Damn, they don't understand. Coming from the bottom, it's so hard to make a plan. Know them kids beefing, they let it get out of hand. OGs never told us nothing in advance. Y'all niggas killing y'all niggas, shit is like the clan, I said. Told my young nigga, you the man, I said. Cause you don't wanna end up like my man, Hawk Man. Praying five times a day, prostration on his head. Screaming, it's your Lord, that he'll make it to the feds. Caught up in the system, visit from his sister. Talking about all his niggas, how they ain't even with him. Said that they would rather die, but it ain't even in them. Always posting on the gram, but they ain't sending pictures. Never answer when you call, but answer for them bitches. Got you thinking twice, damn, I should have been a witness. That's none of my business, just telling my story. August, no glory, been going on before me. With slaves in the 40s, still slaves in the present. No toys for Christmas, ain't get us no presents. Only made us evil, made us hungry, made us desperate. Youngin' in the ninth grade, he got a Smith and Wesson. Grew up with the goons, now he need protection. He dropped out of school, then he got arrested. Lord, with a blessing, I just hope he learned his lesson. They told us if we go to jail, we would be respected. They told us if we make a sale, we would run a check-in. Throwing rock out in that field, he got intercepted. He stumbled, he fumbled. Young niggas just rumble. They told you to hustle. Them niggas don't love you. Young black American, nah, nah. Wanna live like the fair skin, nah, nah. Fall to the paradigm, nah, nah. Occupied on that Maryland, nah, nah. The prophecies of the wild, nigga. No church. My uncle said, stop bitching, nigga. No skirts. It's kinda crazy, there's another world on the other side of town. Pastor rolling up in that rose, pulling up in that Holy Ghost, preaching why niggas dying by the Bible called the destruction, the hate, the instruction, my faith, my prayers, my faith will never be the same. Young black America, young black America, young black America. And this was Young Black America by um, Meek Mill and The Dream, was it? Yeah, The Dream, um, recommended by Huda. And before that, we played um, Joey Badass, was it? Yeah, and then we played uh, another one by Joey Badass. And for uh, my people. Yeah, for my people. Yeah. And yeah, that this was a segue to talk about um black American solidarity with Palestine and uh how it is 
is it related here to Australia? So, yeah, if anyone likes to start. Oh, sorry. I had the mics weren't on, but sorry, just to re my mic was on. But so uh, we played before Joey Badass um, for my people and Good Morning America. And after those two songs, we played um, uh, Meek Mill and The Dream, uh, Young American, Young Black America. Um, so yeah, sorry, Huda was yeah. The yeah. mic is yours. Um, so, um, like as black people, we can't we can't really talk about solidarity and all of that without talking about African Americans and their history and everything they've been through. Um, in relation to Palestine, there's there's been very strong connection between the especially the Black Lives Matter movement in America and the Palestinian movement. Um, at the height of BLM, um, Palestinians were giving tips to like American protesters yeah. to how to protect themselves against tear gas and what they could do yeah. in the face yeah. of police brutality. Yeah. Just off that, like it's very, it's very clear that their struggles are very similar. Um, mm -hmm. Everything from the poli from police to the judicial systems to like segregation, mm -hmm. apartheid. Yeah. Like it's very, you know, how we mentioned before how there's certain places, that certain paths that Palestinian Palestinians can walk on and certain paths that Israelis can walk on. In America, they had segregation, you yeah, know. Yeah. Like it's the struggles are very, very similar. Mm -hmm. um, another thing, another, I guess, like big connection is at the height of BLM, it actually came out that American police were being sent to Israel to learn how mm. to, I guess, to learn police brutality. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, that is insane. Yeah, yeah, to like learn their tactics. Not surprising and stuff. though, and it's yeah. scary as well. Like yeah. it's very yeah. scary. And there was actually one police officer who said, um, and it was an American police officer. Yeah, yeah. there mm. was actually an American police officer who said we'd be jailed if we did this. Sorry, he said we'd be in jail if we did something like that here and. And the US are notorious for, mm. for police brutality. Yeah. So yeah. it says a lot. And that's just what they've witnessed. They've also, I don't know if you've seen like Cop City and stuff mm. in Atlanta. Yeah. A lot of it is mirrored off Israeli mm. tactics yeah. and like what mm. they've done in the past. Yeah. Um, connecting it to Australia, mm. um, a lot of what Israelis are doing is mirrored off, what is it, like the white Australia policy mm. we had here. Yeah. And they actually look towards colonization here. I was like, that's a yeah. great idea. We're yeah. going to like implement these tactics. So you mm. can just imagine like mm. what First Nations people are going through in here and in Palestine and like mm. everywhere. Mm. Um, back to like, uh, back to African-Americans. Um, we tend to living in the West, like we tend to just take, take, take from black Americans mm. and like their culture, their music, their clothing, everything about them. Mm. But then we like, we just like spit them up and like chew them out. We don't do anything to like mm. help them. Like they're still being over policed. They are still like represent over represented in mm. like the jail systems mm. and like, poverty rates are like mm. extremely high. Homelessness is very high. Just, um, sorry, I just want to share some statistics from here. Mm. So black and indigenous populations are overrepresented in almost every single prison system you'll find. Mm. Um, in 2002, they made up, black Americans, they made up 12% of local populations, but 26% of 
the mm. prison populations. In Australia, yeah. um, the indigenous population is like two or three percent, but they represent almost thirty percent of like our prison populations. Mm. If you look to, if you look at what Israel's doing, the way they're over policing Palestinians doing nothing like mm. you know it's like throwing rocks yeah. mm. like it's very the struggle is you can see sorry you can see the similarities mm. across like the globe the way people have been oppressed and some detainees in actually 5000 of the detainees Palestinian detainees are detained without charges nor yeah. trial yeah which is a lot of people argue they are hostages as well. So yeah, yeah, no, they're definitely um, hostages. There's like yeah, I, I mean, think over like ten thousand yeah. like Palestinian prisoners. No reason. Yeah. Those are hostages. You know, if we're gonna talk about freeing the hostages, you need to free all of them. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And also to be jailed for just throwing rocks at a tank. You mm-hmm. know, like yeah. by a kid who's yeah, not even yeah. eighteen. Like. It's the opposite. Is mm. it's the o- that's the opposite of what it's needs to be done. It's ridiculous. Yeah. yeah, and it's like we're saying mm. Palestinians are not allowed to resist in mm. any way, shape, or form. And mm. it's like, yeah. how do you expect people to just live under occupation? Mm. You know, like yeah. seventy, f- like seventy-six years of occupation. Before mm. that, like thirty-five mm. years of British colonization. Yeah. Mm. Like it's. People are allowed to resist. Yeah, 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 for sure. And it's their legal right as well under UN yeah. international law. Yeah. It's mm. their legal right. Which, yeah, which Israel keeps breaking yeah. Yeah. Um, all the time. Absolutely. <laughs> and even in, in yeah. this kind of the ICJ, the International Court of Justice ruling, oh, yeah. even that's... The, I, don't, I don't believe Israel is taking that seriously. Um, no. Which is, no, which that is, was a masquerade. Mm. Like mm. when they were speaking, you can mm. see the... Like everything we're say- they were saying did not connect mm. and w- was like mm. de- defeated logic and it was just like so basiling to just watch like lie after yeah. lie yeah. in an international court if like anything it's like it's yeah. like a joke to them they've yeah. been like flaunting mm. their crimes like in our faces they mm. quite literally don't care and it's mm. For yeah. me, it's like we keep asking these Western institutions mm. to do something about yeah. it, but mm. yeah. they are never going to do anything. Yeah. <laughs> no. That's also, the ICJ court mm. is a really big example mm. of solidarity between mm. um, African and Palestinian yeah. and the fact that uh, an African country, mm. um, yeah, just uh, out of anyone, d- decided to um, take Israel to court. Mm-hmm. It just goes to say how strong mm. solidarity is but yeah we yeah. all know that yeah. yeah south african leaders have always been pro yeah. palestinian yeah absolutely yeah. yeah yeah like there's a very very common saying like our freedom mm. is incomplete that nelson mandela said mm. our freedom is incomplete without the freedom of all palestinians mm. um i think that goes for all of the african continent because once you realize that all of our struggles are interconnected, then mm. you'll realize that our liberation has to be interconnected as well. Yeah, like you yeah, can't just yeah. focus on one cause. It's all connected because essentially we all have the same oppressors as well. Mm. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Mm. Did you want to talk more, Hakim, about the American? Yeah, yeah. yeah. I think I think if you were to ask anyone in a, any African American. Do you support Palestine or do you su- support Israel? It would be crazy to hear someone saying, I support Israel, given the history mm. that they've gone through. Segregation, slavery, mm. oppression. just doesn't even make sense. Um, and you hear that a lot through a lot of the civil rights activists, um, Malcolm X, Angela Davis, um, Martin Luther King even to an extent. Yeah. All of these really prominent 
civil rights activists. We're all on the side of Palestine. Mm. And that sends a really massive signal on which is the right side of the history and which is on the wrong side of history. Um, Black Americans are are really, or African Americans are deeply part of Mm. the resistance movements. Um, The Black Panther Party has always been in support of Palestine. um, Because they understand, like Huda said, our struggles are interlinked. Everything is interlinked. Um, and, and Huda's spoken so well about all of that. I want to just quickly raise as well that the African continent also stands in solidarity with mm. with, um, with Palestine for the simple reason that we've gone through. Mm. And, and in some cases, we continue to go through the same things that, that is happening in Palestine and the same things that Israel is doing right now. Um, one thing that I wanted to quickly raise as well is that Israel is doing something that I think the US and the UK used to do in the African continent, which is tying up their national interests with, mm. with like aid to say, hey, mm. you know, certain country, we're going to give you millions of dollars worth of wheat and flour and cooking stuff and medicines, but just make sure you vote for us in, in this situation or make sure that you give us a bit of land so that we can build up a military base. Mm. So they've, they've recently started doing that, um, which, is, which is hard because we know that African countries are impoverished because of colonisation. It's mm. their fault. Just because you come in with aid doesn't mean you can fix up <laughs> the, the, the crimes of the past. Like, for example, if someone comes and stabs you, and then provides you a band-aid. Yeah, you haven't helped. That's, you have not helped. Yeah, yeah um, that's exactly what yeah, it is. Yeah. And they've done that to a Palestinian yeah. where, um, you know, Palestinian had to build their, their own separation wall yeah. because they didn't have any other source of income. And yeah. that's the reality of things in mm. Palestine, speaking to Palestinian friends, that um, in order for them to survive, all the funding, mm. everything mm. is controlled by zionist mm. israelis yeah. and they have to deal with them mm. to feed their family to survive yeah. and it's just it, it just goes to say how much they're trying to humiliate mm. yeah. um I think, yeah, yeah, that's what's the like, palestinians yeah, yeah mm. that's what's truly evil about the zionist occupation as mm. well mm. they they are they are forcing these people to contribute to their own oppression like that's mm. evil in its yeah. most yeah yeah there's no other word for it other than mm. just truly evil mm. yeah and and it's interesting that like almost every war there's israel has something to do mm. with it like oh. yep. even the congo <laughs> yeah we're, we're excited to yep. speak about that yeah, one. yeah. yeah. go ahead i'll, I'll give um, you the mic in yeah the democratic republic of the congo actually since um Sorry, uh, since the 90s, I'm going to say, over 6.6 million people have died. Um, Israel's role in the Congo mm. is, well, they have many roles. Mm. <laughs> and all of them negative as well. They're yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, one of the richest men in the DRC is an Israeli billionaire. God mm. knows what he's doing there. Um, so Israel's role is there. Um, so as we know, the Zionist occupation is very expensive to maintain. Like mm. it's not cheap. Like all this mm. killing, the just mm. genocide they're committing, it's not cheap. Mm. So they have to get their money from somewhere else other than the US. Mm. Other things they do is go into African countries. One of the ways they bleed Africa dry is by taking diamonds. They mm. um, Diamonds are commonly referred to as blood diamonds because they are just soaked with like the blood of the thousands of Africans who are like forced to mine them mm. in absolutely inhumane conditions. Um, Israel's role is in that is they have a couple of massive companies and what they do is, um, sorry, just give me a second. Mm. Oh, oh, sorry, I'll just talk. Um, mm. yeah. So they, 
what they do is they fund different militia groups in the DRC um, and they obviously go into these mines and they, so with these mines, like they are, the people working there, they're working in like really terrible conditions. Um, they're not provided any, you know, safety equipment, any of that. If you see the pictures, it's absolutely horrific. Mm. What Israel does is funds different militia groups, it, um, which create, which has created like a war in the region. Um, the other thing they do is with the diamonds they get, they, sorry, um, the Israeli diamond industry is worth over a billion dollars. Yeah. 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 yeah like, like it's worth a couple of billion dollars mm. sorry no actually it's one billion dollars of the australia um sorry the israeli diamond industry that goes into the military yeah. so that mm. the money that comes from the diamond industry is specific is specifically funding mm. the military so it's being mm. used to commit genocide mm. um yeah yeah and i think what's crazy is it's it's a form of exploitation as well that we've seen the british do we've seen the french do Mm. Um, all these colonizing powers, they're in it to, to create a crisis in such a resource-rich area like Congo, which has much more than diamonds. They've got diamonds, they've got cobalt, which yeah. is kind of the, the, the materials that are used in like electric cars and in our phones, our batteries Elon and Musk all of that. Yeah, exactly. Elon Musk, guilty. oh, he probably loves. Yeah. Um, Sorry, just back the, oh. No, so just one comment mm. on that. There's also, I forgot his name, but there's an Israeli person involved mm. yeah. in the... A cobalt mm. thing where yeah. yeah um where he's evading also he, he's been charged yeah, yeah, for criminal mm. offense oh, in yeah. america yeah. Mm. he was and actually sanctioned by yeah. america mm -hmm. which is it yeah. takes a lot for america yep. to do <laughs> <laughs> um and yeah. protected in israel yeah uh, which is a lot it's a typical story mm. of a lot of people that go to israel there's also child molesters mm -hmm that run from America and go to Israel. Yeah. yeah. And um, yeah, because they, yeah, they, they just want any Jew to come and like, yeah. uh, so yeah. they get the criminal creepy ones. That's so. true. Yeah, I think yeah. like the highest population of pedophiles. <laughs> <laughs> it's crazy. Allegedly, how, allegedly. Yeah. Uh, I mean, it's a pedophile haven. <laughs> they do protect them. Exactly, yeah. 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 Um, uh, yeah, even uh, Muhammad al Kurd, for example, the guy that yeah. took over his house, uh, the guy that said, "If I don't steal your house, someone else will." Yeah, I um, he also is charged for criminal um, tax evasion in mm. in America. America. So, mm. yeah, that That's gives shocking. him to, yeah, yeah the right mm. to go and steal someone's yeah. house in in yeah. Israel and. Yeah. And be yeah, live what's, okay. Yeah. What's really yeah. interesting is like us as a group, the African Solidarity Collective. Um, yesterday we had a meeting. We discussed a particular resource. I think it was from the All African People's Revolutionary Party. It was a series on Zionism and its interconnections with mm. um, the American context. Mm. And they were actually talking about how settler colonies, like all you know, Australia, USA, Canada, Israel, they all actually collaborate with all kind of they, they all support mm. each other if it's like you said in cop city with all the training for the cops but also you know like you you said like protecting you know illegal or not illegal but like you know criminals who have done tax evasion who have done mm. committed mm. other crimes so all these settler colonies they're all connected they're all helping each other out in different ways mm. which mm. is yeah. which 
and they all rely on each other to fund each other to commit genocides and you know Mm. oppress the indigenous people of Mm. that land Mm. um sorry just back to back up to the diamonds they actually account for 30 percent of the state's total exports so israeli total exports Mm. the whole industry is like projected to reach over like 14 billion dollars so it's Mm. um yeah it's a very crazy um yeah um a while ago the bds actually called for like a boycott of blood diamonds and they were pretty successful i think Mm. this was back in 2014 Mm -hmm. when um there was in gaza they were you know if they started killing people again um the bds called for like this boycott and it was pretty successful and the diamond industry actually lost quite a quite a big amount of money Mm. um yeah and like it was pretty hard for them to recover Mm. so i urge everyone don't buy diamonds yeah Yeah. so many other materials you can buy almost every diamond is a blood diamond because it's mixed in um you can there's Mm. no such thing as like an ethically sourced diamond Mm. Mm. And at the end of the day, diamonds are just rocks. You can, yeah. <laughs> you can get something else. Yeah. But, um, yeah, they're actually not very valuable either. It's just because we have billionaires hoarding them, yeah. making them True. like a valuable item. Mm. It's interesting how what's valuable is set for us. Mm. Yeah. And like, yeah, how we fall for it. Yeah. You know, it's, media has a lot to do with this. Yeah. And th- who controls the media too? Like. Mm. <laughs> Uh, definitely not Palestinians. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, I but think yeah. the guy you mentioned before, he might have run a company called De Beers and they oh, they have the, diamonds, the diamonds as well. Yeah. And they, mm. after that BDS campaign, they were actually, they were starting to do so bad that they started a whole global campaign. I don't know if you heard the phrase, diamonds are a girl's best friend. Mm. That came yeah. out of like oh, that yeah. campaign. And they had, I don't know if you've seen Lupita Nyong, the, yeah, the she's South, South, yeah. South Sudanese model. Mm. Um, they got her to become an ambassador for oh, them. No. So yeah, um, that's another thing they do. They'll mm. commonly use black people, POC people to... Mm. That's a common tactic tactic as well. Like, um, I think, yeah. um, uh, It just reminds me of like, um, yeah, like uh, Midsummer, for example. Yeah. yeah. They've uh, they've been um, trying, like they've always been known for being um, not inclusive of BIPOC people. Mm-hmm. And um, just recently, like they they've been including more Arabs and stuff mm-hmm. like that. But at the yeah. same time, they have no statement p- that proves they are pro-Palestinian. Mm-hmm. They're um, liars with the police, mm-hmm. with the government, labor government. Yeah. Um, they had circle uh, oh. uh, at their stall. Like mm-hmm. uh, we all know this yeah. info, yeah. but mm-hmm. yeah, it's just like a common tactic is yeah. to. Yeah. Yeah, get the institutionalized. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I think that's another thing they do. They go into these movements and Mm. they try to like Mm. tame things down. Mm. So like with Midsummer, they'll Mm. work with like these politicians and they'll Mm. work with police. So they have control of the movement. So people Mm. don't realize that they can actually Mm. do stuff. So like yeah. So if the police are controlling the movement, then the Mm. movement's not as it's not really going anywhere. No, it's not radical in any way. Yeah. 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 Um, yeah, so we've covered, um, a fair bit. Let's go on a break. I want to listen to some music recommended by Huda. Um, what else do we have, Huda? 
Um, uh, speaking of South African, I love Miriam Makeba, and it's one of the songs you recommended. Yeah. Can you play that <laughs> yes, one? Yes, we can. I love okay. her. <laughs>
Once the sunshine now turn into night, yeah. Well, hope has gone, still waiting for a brighter day. Somewhere beyond the mountains and valleys, you can hear the children are crying.
I have to make me free from bondage. The all of we are cry for justice and equality. We know nobody the victim gone on hypocrisy. I say day by day, rumors of war coming from the east. Right well, over the ocean come, I still little voice crying out. Well, it's a run red when they shoot down with children. Was Papua who have rise up? One more time, we want freedom, yeah. We fall down oppression. We stop who have rise up, Lord. I will first come the Dutch, set them claim over us and them go build up them city and them run away. Next come about them white uniform and claim say that. Fight for we freedom, Lord. And over the ocean come a still little voice crying out. Well, it's a run red wind. They shoot down with children. We stop who have a rise up. One more time we want freedom, yeah. We burn down oppression. We stop who have a rise up, Lord. Well, it's a run red wind. They shoot down with children. We stop who have a rise up. One more time we want freedom, yeah. We burn down. Papua, this was Stan and the Earth Force, um, West Papua Rise Up, and before that, get, we have a really long playlist, <laughs> but it was Free West Papua by Soul J, and previous to that we played Mariam Makeba, an amazing South African singer, the song was A Piece of Ground. Um, yeah, you're tuning to Salam Radio Show on 3CR Community Radio. And I'm here with Hakim and Huda from African Solidarity Collective. How are you all doing? Good. We're doing How very you? good. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, th- I, I guess we were talking behind the scene that we want to move to a more positive note in the show. Mm-hmm. 
Um, there's a couple of things happening in African countries yeah. other than the ICJ, which yeah. is great. Um, mm. Can you can you tell us a little bit about that? Happening? Yeah, yeah. There's some really exciting things happening in in West Africa. A um, couple countries, um, Burkina Faso included. Um, so there's three countries that were part of a, a an alliance called ECOWAS, which is the economic cooperation um, between kind of West African countries. <laughs> And very recently, they have decided as a, as a block of countries to push out French colonial powers from their country, which is a massive, Yay, massive amazing. step, um, <laughs> especially if you know the history of French colonial rule in that region. Um, they've actually been taking a tax from these West African countries for every single year since what? the French governors yeah. left. And if you ask why that tax exists, it's because of the fact that France lost access to all the resources in West <laughs> Africa and they felt they were entitled to that tax. And so they have been having that tax held on their necks for such a long time. Um, and so this is a great, great, you know, initiative that these countries are coming together to say, no, France will not continue to colonise us in name, um, colonise us and still continue to say that they're no longer a colonial empire. That's... Amazing. Yeah, it's massive. And so, yeah, these countries have come together. They've said no more. Um, and in, in saying that, they're also, they've also kicked out all French um, military kind of personnel in their countries, which is another massive step because we know every time that, you know, you have all these foreign countries meddling in, you know, the affairs of another country, it never mm. leads to success. Um, America has been in Somalia for a very long time, Huda, I believe. That's oh, right. yeah. Oh, and, yeah, and they love to do that. Yeah, and... Um, they're bigger, you know, mm. war on terror. Yeah, exactly. Air quotes around them. Exactly. <laughs> and I think, you know, foreign countries like that are the causes of terror. Like, they, they only exacerbate it and make it worse. And at the root cause of all these crises and, and wars is always, you know, the, the history and legacy of, of colonisation. So that's some really, really positive news that I wanted to share as well. So it's it's really impactful. I think it's good and it's a good step for the rest of Africa to say um, we don't have to be in step with, you know, these colonial powers, these former colonial powers, um, and for them to kind of have their own, own agenda. And just to add to that as well, like in the mid to like early 70s, um, I believe there was actually only three countries, three African countries that had ties to... Israel, they basically cut off all diplomatic ties mm. and they actually voted in the United Nations General Assembly. Like, um, I think it was Senegal, which is another West African country, that they actually made a resolution in the General Assembly to say that Israel is building an inherently racist system, a second class kind of society. Mm. And they were one of the first kind of countries to, to kind of put that out there. And that motion actually passed, um, I believe. And then also within the African Union or the precursor to the African Union, um, which is kind of the UN of, of Africa for anyone nice. that doesn't yeah. know. They actually also passed a resolution around that same time to condemn Israel. But unfortunately, that got reversed, I think, in in the early 90s. But um, It's coming back, though. It is coming Did they kick out uh, an Israeli... They uh, did in yeah. African... I believe it was this year. There, there was some kind of, I think, Twitter stories yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. around that. They actually... Because I, I don't know what Israel... Israel's always trying to colonise things. Yeah. <laughs> so the African Union had a meeting, I believe, in Addis Ababa, which is the capital of Ethiopia. Mm. Um, and I think some Israeli delegates wanted to come and join in. And, and mm. the African Union said, absolutely not. Were, <laughs> I think they were they physically They actually tried removed. to sneak in. Yeah. <laughs> and, and, the meeting. Yeah. And I think if another country wants to sneak into your kind of, you know, 
organization, it's a bad sign that they're not here. They're not invited. Mm. Um, so that's also another fantastic yeah. news that we're getting out of Africa. Um, yeah. But Af- then also, like, Israel should have never... Mm. Why, what are they doing they're in Africa? They're not even in Africa. Absolutely. <laughs> well, apart Absolutely. from the fact that they're not yeah. a real state. Yeah, um, yeah. Exactly. They have no yeah. reason to be in Africa. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. And exactly. just on that note, something that just reminded me as well, I believe it was Senegal also. So the Israeli kind of, they, they did this kind of foreign aid project where they mm. gave Senegal like a new irrigation system for like their farms, <laughs> um, like yeah. a project to like build, like to just offer them like, hey, we can build this for you in your farms. Um, and then Senegal, in one of their votes in the UN, I think they voted against Israel or they kind of condemned Israel. And guess what Israel did? They yeah. actually removed those irrigation technologies, which kind of feed the farms. Like they, they actually uh. like make crops. So yeah. as a punishment. So you can really tell what Israel's kind of so interests are. So we'll give are. you like mm. a lollipop for... Yeah, for know, a vote. <laughs> yeah, for yeah. a and lot it, more exactly. than a vote as well. Yeah, like. exactly. And you can see, like, now it's very clear, like, to African countries, like I said, a lot of these foreign countries, a lot of these colonial powers, they're not here for us. Like, if they mm. give us foreign aid or if they give us, you know, mm. in, in Senegal's case, like, an irrigation system, mm. it's not for free. Yeah. They've got yeah. some sort of it's strings attached. Everything dating mm. back to, like, slavery, mm-hmm. they've never been there yeah. for yeah. Africans, nor yeah. do they care. Yeah. Like, back to the DRC, it's one mm. of the most resource-rich countries, mm. like, in the world. Mm. Its natural resources are, like, worth so well, much, Af- and they know that. Africa as a whole is mm. the most resource-rich resource rich, yeah. rich continent in the world, yet it's the people the most are the poorest. Poor yeah. country. Yeah. Uh, I mean, continent, sorry, mm. not country. Continent yeah. in the yeah. world. Mm. It's ridiculous. Mm. And, like, once... Well, people are, like, that's a positive thing mm. that's happening. We're all re- realizing mm. this. And mm. imagine how powerful mm. it would be to mm. for African countries to come together, which they are doing, mm. and reject all this bullshit. Yeah. 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 Like, we're all saying no to, like, Western imperialism. Mm-hmm. But the mm. other thing, back to the African continent, whenever anyone tries to do good, they, you know, mysteriously die. Yeah. <laughs> I know. Just yeah. mysteriously. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, yeah. just looking at the DRC, you had, is it Patrick Patrice, yeah, Patrice remember? Mm-hmm. He was like this amazing man, Pan-Africanist. He was trying to do yeah. so much. They assassinated like him. Like the only perfect... Thomas Sankara assassinated. Yeah, yeah, because we're saying like, uh, some people, when they get popular, they sell out. Mm. But when they don't, they kill them. Yeah. Like, yep. that is a perfect example mm. of... There are good people out there. Mm. There are still good leaders. Mm. I feel like we did lose, like, mm. good leadership is mm. no longer a mm. thing anymore. Yeah, like yep, it's definitely. Mm. It's we we don't be, like mm. uh, yeah just yeah, and that's yeah. by design. The leaders are there. Mm. It's just that they they you know you have foreign powers assassinating people. You have yeah. mm. you know them creating a situation like a war where yeah. a leader can't come out. Like who, who's going to be able to kind of come mm, through yeah. that or like mm. one really big thing they do especially in africa and like um throughout the middle east is like they will fuel sectarian wars so they'll yeah. pit religious sects against sects against each other mm. in like in the middle east they'll do it to like you know sunnis and shias against yeah. like Alawis and so lebanon and so is a big example yeah, of and that yeah very big example in africa yeah. they will do it to different tribes they'll pit tribal groups against each other and then they'll put poor money into both of them mm. so they can fight each other and destroy mm. the nation that way. Mm. Yeah. yeah. And and also it builds like self-hate, I guess. Mm. Like you, yeah. you start like wanting to leave your country, you start mm. hating what this place is about and stuff like that, which is very fruitful for the colonizers yeah. and for yeah. the 
the countries are actually benefiting from this mm-hmm. like I feel like whenever there's a conflict or issue or war like mm-hmm. you always have to look at who's mm-hmm. gaining mm-hmm. from it and who's yeah. making money off yeah. it yeah mm-hmm. um, it's certainly not, not us yeah and yeah, yeah they got us fighting each mm. other yeah. it's, it's like that's a really good example of lebanon where mm. um there's different religion and they're all w- led by literally warlords mm. and um straight after we were colonized by the french so i don't think lebanon had ever had an independent stage where mm. um yeah um where it could where we could pick ourselves up and you know and rebuild and it's yeah it's in in constant stage of war which i feel like it's intentional yeah mm. very intentional mm, even yeah. just pitting you know the maronite yeah. christians against the muslims i know like before it was christians against muslims like they always know how to play mm. you know how, they know exactly how, what how to, to attack do. it from which angle like and it all relates to the artist politic um mm. yeah um plays so if before it was a christian against the muslim and the muslim had the arab backing and the christian had the european backing and now it's like it's so ridiculous that it's like christian against christian and muslim against muslim mm. and everyone's against each other yeah <laughs> and like they want you to forget who you know the yeah. true terrorist is like who yeah. the true oppressors are mm. yeah because we're all too busy fighting each other yeah mm. Yeah, so there's, I guess, um, yeah, first there's realization and we're all being, you know, um, waking up to a lot of things that weren't clear before. Mm. And mm. yeah, hopefully mm. after that will come change. Yeah, yeah. That's what they fear the yeah, most. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. It's good yeah. that the people are realizing. And there's there's obviously been people that have realized this for a yeah, long time, like but it's good. The it's hopeful. Is turning. Mm. Um, yeah. And I think Israel knows this. And I think Zionists know that as well, that the world is, you know, mm. like waking up and they are seeing the horrors of what's happening and that it's being live streamed directly to our phones. And, mm. you know, that's why you see things like, you know, the Super Bowl ad they had, you know, they'll mm. spend. Um, that is crazy yeah. I think it was 7 million yep they'll yeah. spend millions trying to convince the public that they are the victims like mm. yeah. if you truly were you wouldn't be doing all this yeah. Yeah. you know you wouldn't have to convince the world you're oppressed right. yeah. yeah absolutely um, and um, Beyonce what do you think about Beyonce? <laughs> I don't like any billionaires <laughs> <laughs> yeah I don't want to swear but yeah. f- fuck all billionaires <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Pretty um, upsetting, hey. Very upsetting. Um, like was there news that came out? I feel like I'm behind. Well, Did Beyonce do uh, no, something? she just had a gig in Tel Aviv or something. Oh, Tel Aviv, yeah. Oh. I yeah. think it goes back to mm. like one thing we always say, like especially in the group, is that class trumps race. And yeah. like once you reach a certain mm. social class and you're making a certain amount of money, you do mm. not relate to the common people anymore. Mm. You don't relate to the working class. Yeah, mm. uh, yeah like Beyonce's struggle is not the same as like yeah. the African struggle. The yeah. African American struggle. Mm. The other thing is she benefits from this. Mm. Um, the thing about Beyonce, which is like I guess extremely disappointing, is because she's a lot of her songs are based on you know black mm. liberation yeah. and like black joy and you mm. know all of mm. that. She's made money off the culture, mm. yet mm. she won't yeah. say anything. Like mm. she won't do anything to help the people. Yeah, yeah. it's just she's sellout. <laughs> yeah, yeah. 
Um, I want to play a song by Lauren Hill, who actually did, yeah. was pro-Palestinian and refused to play in um, in Israel. Yeah, awesome. Uh, I love Lauren yeah, Hill. Yeah. Which one should we play? Could you play? Could you have a throwback? Um, the Miseducation. Uh, that's the album. Uh, to um, Zion. Or, yeah, yeah. Or, or which one? Zion. No, you, which one? Maybe... I think X Factor is my favorite Lauren Hill song. X Factor. Why not both? We could do both, huh? Yeah. All right. Let's play. There's a, um, I'll play Zion first because I can find it easily. And then um, oh, it's I'll play some ads and then we'll play those songs. Let's go. We haven't played ads. Sorry, 3CR. But yeah, subscribe to 3CR because this is the only station where you'll hear... Shows like this, uh, no censorship, straight from the community too. So it's never too late to subscribe. Um, go to our website, 3cr.org.au slash subscribe. Or you can call us or come to the office from 9 to 5 p.m. So, yeah. We jail black males in Australia nationally at a rate five times greater than apartheid South Africa jailed black males in 1993. The suicide and self-harm rates are the highest in the world and the life expectancy gap is the biggest in the first world. You know, Australians don't like hearing the truth about how bad things are, but the more we resolve from it, the longer this is going to continue. Black fella, white fella, it doesn't matter what you colour. Mainstream media is not interested in this stuff. It doesn't find space to talk truthfully and deeply about issues that affect all Australians. The only place predominantly you will find that with any real depth is on community radio, and 3CR has been one of the great leaders in that. So if people are wondering where they should spend their hard-earned cash, I would suggest 3CR is a bloody good place to start. What your name is, we've got the hand. Lots of changes, we need more brothers. Hey, what's up? We're Teether and Kui Neil, and we're asking you to support Radical Radio 3CR. You can do this by subscribing either by calling on 039-419-8377 or online at 3cr.org.au slash subscribe. Stand in solidarity with Palestine this Sunday. With the most devastating attack ever launched on the people of Gaza, it's time for all of us to stand in solidarity with the Palestinian people. Israel has waged war on the Palestinians for the last 75 years. The Nakba, ethnic cleansing, occupation of the West Bank, East Jerusalem and Gaza. Israel has now imposed a total blockade on Gaza and declared war stopping food, electricity and fuel and launching an all-out attack. We have to mobilise to show our support for Palestine. 12pm State Library, this Sunday. Rally to demand freedom and justice for Palestine. No war on Gaza. Free Palestine Melbourne is a 3CR supporter.
cats used to harmonize like. Yo, yo, my men and my women, don't forget about the dean. This is not the most the king, yo. It's about a thing, uh, yeah. Feel real good with your hands in the air and lick two shots in the Called you again. Remember when he told you he was about to bend your man? You act like you and him, they give him a little trim to begin. Now you think you really gonna pretend like you wasn't down and you called him again. Plus, when you give it up so easy, you ain't even fooling him. If you did it then, then you probably can. Talking out your necks, then you're a Christian. A Muslim sleeping with the gin. Now that was the sin that did Jezebel in. Who you gonna tell when the repercussions spin? Showing off your ass because you're thinking it's a trend, girlfriend. Let me break it down for you again. You know I only say it cause I'm truly genuine Don't be a hard rock when you really are a gem, baby girl Respect is just the minimum Nigga, you still defending them now Lauren is only human Don't think I haven't been through the same predicament Let it sit inside your head like a million women in Philly pen It's silly when girls sell their souls because it's sin Look at where you be in, hair weaves like Europeans Fake nails done by Koreans Come again To the men, all concerned with his rims and his hymns and his women. Him and his men come in the club like hooligans. Don't care who they defend, Papa Yang. You got yeah. Let's not pretend. The one to pack pissed out by the waistman, crisped out by the casement. Still the name of this basement. The pretty face man claiming that they did a bit, man. Need to take care of their three and four kids. In the face in court case when the child supports late. Money taking heartbreak and now you wonder why women hate me. The sneaky silent man. The punk domestic violence man. The quick to shoot the semen. Stop acting like boys and be men. How you gonna win when you ain't right with them? Okay. Um, and we're back. You're tuning. Hey, 
to Salam Radio Show on 3CR Community Radio. And I'm here with Huda and Hakim from the African Solidarity Collective. Um, yeah, uh, well, we've moved to the positive section of the show. And then on another positive point, uh, Huda, you've done a fundraiser recently which was very successful there was an event for it can you tell us a little bit about that um yeah definitely uh so last night we had a fundraiser um it was done in conjunction with the melton organizers for the palestine group over there they kindly allowed us to use their like event space um so we had a charity fundraiser for a family in Rafa right now mm. they've had to evacuate um they've been displaced over five times now um the girl's name is Jumana Harara she's 19 years old um a couple of us have been you know in contact with her and she does have family here she has an uncle in Sydney um they were approved for visas like a few months ago but as we all know the government has like refused to provide any support to like any of these families um the Egyptian officials are asking for like extortionate amounts of money um I think it's like seven thousand US dollars uh so her and her family all five of them have been granted these visas they expire on March the 2nd so they don't have a lot of time left they've raised a bit of money but not the full amount so last night we decided to have a fundraiser for the family we did a sausage sizzle and then we um, there's so many amazing people who donated jewellery. They donated, um, like, handmade baskets. We we still have a handmade Miffy for auction, if anyone's interested. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, no, uh, yeah, we raised quite a lot of money, a lot more than I, like, ever expected. Mm, and, uh, well, it's a really large sum that they require for the whole family was it 70,000 yep uh yeah it's um 60,000 US dollars yeah yeah um and all of this is to yeah get each person needs 10 grand or something to get out to to get the permit to leave to leave yeah and also I think the government has stopped putting names on the wall at the border as well so it's made things a lot more difficult so they have to pay Egyptian officials a lot more as well um we're talking about a family who's moved over five times like they've Mm. lost absolutely everything like a lot of families Mm. in Gaza like how do you expect them to come up with sixty thousand US dollars like yeah I don't like for me I don't know anyone who has that amount of money like lying around so like it's just yeah, like it's just so ridiculous. And for us, you know, living in the West, we have all this immense privilege. It becomes like a moral obligation upon us to help them out as much as we can. Mm-hmm. And uh, how do they, how can people donate? Uh, is it still open for donation or? Um, yeah. yeah, her GoFundMe is still up. Um, so we have till March the 2nd. Mm. Um, they have about $20,000 to raise. I'm really hoping we can do it in time. Mm. Um, I'll give you the GoFundMe. Yeah, we'll share it on our Instagram. Follow us on Salam Radio Show. Salam is spelled S-A-L-A-A-M. But also, if it, it's on African Solidarity Collective, is it, is it on the... Yep, yep, it'll uh, be up on that page as well. On that page, so make sure to follow them. Um, there's plenty more events coming mm-hmm. as well, if you like to know and be involved. Mm-hmm. And you're also looking for people to join? Um, yeah, definitely. Yeah. We're always looking for yeah. more people to join and see yeah. how else we can engage, you know, the African community. 
One thing about living in Australia is we're very mm. complacent. Um, a lot of people aren't politically active as well, which mm. they should be because, you know, politics is like what rules the world essentially. It's like mm. what governs our life and you shouldn't just leave it up to these politicians to just decide what they want to do with all of our money and everything. Do you know mm. what I mean? Mm. So, yeah, like one one of our like really big goals is to see how we can engage different parts of the African community, like different African communities. Mm. We're always looking for people. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. So if you're African, you're, um, if you're black, indigenous as well, like uh, it's geared towards BIPOC people. Mm-hmm. So if you fit into any of that, like please come join us. You mm-hmm. can find us on Instagram at... African Solidarity Collective. Yeah. And if you don't have Instagram, we're at the Sunday rallies. You'll see our big banner and our many, yes. many flags. So follow the banner. Yeah, follow the banner. We'll be there. We're all very nice. So yeah. come <laughs> and have a see, chat to us. Yeah, but collection of African flags yeah. like flying, that's yeah. us. Yeah. Um, we encourage people to come with their own flags to the rallies as well. Just to show solidarity, you know, like mm. Palestinians are not alone in this world. Like we're all here for them. Mm. I guess that leads me to one of the questions I wanted to ask at the start which is like directed to both of you as an African why do you think it's important to have solidarity with Palestinian I know we've covered that a bit but if you like to just summarize it for yeah for our listeners mm. yeah. for me I'm, I'll probably answer it in a very personal way I'll, I'll put it like this um, my parents had to leave my home country um, mm. as a result of a, a kind of similar type of oppression that happened um, I know my grandparents had to actually fight and live within that system. And so for me, this is a personal moral issue. This is something for me to, to support Palestine means to support um, justice everywhere. It's not, you know, we, we fight for Palestine today and tomorrow it might be mm. a, a whole different uh, country issue struggle. Um, the African community is, I think we, we sometimes underestimate just how revolutionary they are, how much they know about resistance. My parents mm. know so much about resistance and they, they teach me that. They teach the community that. And so and that that's pro- probably goes the same for a lot of other African families. They, they've migrated here um, out of struggle, out of need, and they know perhaps on a more intimate level what um, the Palestinian people are facing. So the African community knows very well what's happening and I think we're all very much on the same page about supporting Palestine um, everywhere and at, at any time as well. Yeah, yep. yeah. Um, I have pretty much like the exact same story mm. um, with Hakeem, like my parents fled war as well. Um, I had some family members come here as refugees. My mum left the country when she was 15 to go live in Kenya alone. Well, she's forced to go live in Kenya alone. Um, like as Africans, we know our parents have fought through so much and as Hakeem said they have like so much resistance and fight in them as well and Mm. I feel like that's something that we have to take on as well Mm. um Mm. my grandpa was also a political prisoner um so yeah as Hakeem Mm. said like this is it's very deeply personal for me Mm. for me it's not like like, yes, they are Palestinians, but, like, they're all my people as well, mm. you know? Like, mm. all oppressed people are my people, and, like, I will always stand up for them as well. Mm. Um, yeah, also mm. another thing, um, I'm also Muslim as well, which plays a very big part in, like, my identity mm. and yeah. the way I do things and how I act. Um, as a Muslim, it would be, I think it would just be, like, abhorrent to not yeah. stand up for Palestine, you know? It would go against every single thing I've ever been taught. Mm. Yeah, yeah. And, and I completely agree with that. Like, I'm Muslim as well. And that's kind of like a fundamental value that we're taught, um, which is, yeah, so important. And I think that's probably why there is so much solidarity. 
I guess I also wanted to mention the way we said that off air um, that Ali Jiddah, one of his interviews, was saying that Islam uh, and like as Islam started, it Mm. it wanted to end um, Mm. slavery opposed to other religions. Like that's why Islam has meaning to Mm. a lot of Mm. um, Black African people as well, and you can see from you know. Hadith and mm-hmm. old books that the um, that the Prophet Muhammad had, mm-hmm. some of his most trusted people were mm-hmm. black. Yeah, so, yeah. Um, the the solidarity goes mm-hmm. for uh, like has roots yeah. and history that yeah. um, was there from the start. Yeah. You know, like um, yeah. so. Um, yeah, it's really beautiful to yeah. see it, and it's, it's important to have it. Yeah. And yeah, it brings yeah. us together as yeah, well. It does. It does. Yeah. And it helps us grow as well. I think like as an w- as an organization, the African Solidarity Collective is, mm. is still very new and we've mm. had a lot of growth and people have, you know, noticed us and we're growing, but there's just so much more that we can do and there's so many mm. more African mm. communities that we haven't, you know, connected with. So I'm very excited to see the solidarity that, yeah. that happens in the future. Yeah. yeah, for us, like I feel like one of our core values leads back to, you know, pan-Africanism mm. and how mm. we are all connected mm. regardless of borders. And a lot of, you know, these borders in Africa and the mm. Middle East, they were created by mm. the West, you know. They, yeah. they mm. were not there originally. They have intentionally sought out to separate us and make sure we are not connected so it's so important for us to come back like reconnect all the time Mm. Mm. definitely um yeah uh, i forgot to back announce some of the tracks we played but um the one uh we played lauren hill and the latest one was do whoop that thing Where she says, um, at the start, what does she say? Um, she says, Sirat al Mustaqim, which yeah. means on the straight path. <laughs> I, I never picked it up, but um, yeah, so there's ties. We mm. don't know if Lauren Hill was Muslim, <laughs> but there's ties there, which is yeah. really cool. Um, mm. Also, uh, we played before that X Factor. Um, we didn't play to Zion, but you guys can listen to it whenever. Um, But yeah, Lauren Hill was uh, an in- like Lauren Hill is an incredible singer, and grew up listening to her stuff. And yeah, um, is is another example of um, yeah African uh, people in solidarity with Palestine, as well as she refused to play in Tel Aviv. Um, uh, should we play more songs for the? Yeah, yeah. I think yeah. we should. Um, um, Which one? Um, I have a song called Revolution on there. Maybe we should play that. Yes, by Green Tea Bang. Yeah. Amazing. Let's play it. Let's meet 
Two topics that make me question all my friendships. Is there something that you need? Rotte fella can gariba. Oh, lucky, there's nothing to say. My mom tells me I'm getting into deep
everyone. You're tuning to Salam Radio Show. We're getting messages from Egypt <laughs> that they're liking um, the songs that's being played. Um, um, yeah, that's one thing people don't know about 3CR is you can actually stream it anywhere in the world, which is amazing. Like not many radio stations have that option. Um, the song that was playing before was Get Between It by Anaxia. Nadia. Oh, Nadia. Just say it Nadia. Yeah. <laughs> she okay, is Egyptian, makes sense. I think. Yeah, she's Egyptian. And you had a couple of songs that have, uh, we couldn't play them all. We, we have to have you again on Salam oh. to play this amazing playlist you prepare. You prepared for it. Um, and before that, we played Revolution by Green Tea Pink. Um, thanks, Huda, for recommending all these amazing songs that we played. Oh, thank you. Thank you for letting me play them. <laughs> <laughs> and thanks, thanks, Huda and Hakim, for being on the show. Mm. I had such a fun time talking to mm. you. And we're also talking that Ramadan is coming and we're excited for this yeah. holy month. Yeah. Um, hopefully, I will be in Egypt and... Um, but I might do some shows here. Oh, yeah, exciting. Oh, we'll yeah. see. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, yeah, well, that's it for the show. We've had Huda and Hakim from African Solidarity Collective. Thanks for being here. I, I know you have some shout outs to do as well before we leave. Um, I will just give two shout outs. Um, as the African Solidarity Collective, we are very, very thankful to the Black People's Union, especially Kira and the president. Um, they've been so supportive from like the very beginning of our meeting up until now. Like even yesterday, they were so supportive in helping us with the fundraiser. Mm. Um, yeah, they do so much for the community as well. And I think they are run by First Nations here. Um, I really think you should check them out. They do educational classes as well. Yeah, um, yeah they're a great, great organisation. And my other shout out would be, um, everyone knows him already, um, Uncle Robbie Thor. Yeah. 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 And Cam Sovereignty for... Just being, yeah, mm. they've been, we we are so grateful to them as the African Solidarity Collective. And also they do so much like amazing work. And I yeah. really encourage everyone to go there, check them out, see what you can learn about Indigenous liberation and what you can do to work towards that as well. Yeah. Amazing. Well, um, salam. Yeah, salam, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and see you next time. See you at Camp for Sovereignty or at the protest. Yeah. Um, if you find... Dan Hakim, please give them uh, say hi. And yeah, come say yeah, hi. Yeah. We're very hi friendly. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and that's it. See you next week. Um, and up next is Unbuntu Voices by Ashwin.